everyone and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast solely focused on the theme We Can, We Will. Whether this COVID-19 storm as business owners that is. I hope you're all well and have had a really good week. How is it Friday already? Where has this week gone? Oh my goodness, time is flying. Before I introduce today's guest, I am so pleased to say that this bonus We Can We Will series is now sponsored by Tide Business Current Accounts, aka the business account that I've used and loved ever since I made the switch to being a limited company at the end of 2018 and finally got my act into gear and sorted myself out with a proper company current account. If you haven't come across Tide yet, it's the business current account dedicated to startups, entrepreneurs and freelancers, which makes managing your business's finances a whole lot more simple than I'd envisioned when I first launched She Can, She Did. It didn't come as a surprise to me, therefore, when I learnt that in recent weeks, they've set up a really useful hub dedicated to providing help and support for small businesses during the coronavirus outbreak, which you can find by heading to www.tide.co forward slash blog forward slash coronavirus, or by following the link in this episode's show notes, of course. From finding out how other businesses have overcome the paralysis to their industries in order to keep moving forward, what small businesses in Spain want all of us here in the UK to know about surviving coronavirus, to some good old tips and tricks for working at home more productively. You can find all the latest news, updates and help dedicated specifically to small business owners there, which will update as the current climate evolves too, of course. With so much noise out there at the moment, they've also provided digestible information on government support for business owners in the form of a really simple coronavirus government support support eligibility checker. Bit of a mouthful, I know, but it's really useful and is void of all the fancy financial terminology that I don't know about you, but I find so confusing at times. Essentially, it's a chatbot that asks you a few simple questions about your business and then directs you to the right support that's tailored to your business's needs. Basically, it's pretty handy. You can find the link in the show notes below, but I just want to say a huge, huge thank you to Tide for their support and really do hope that you find the hub they've set up as useful as I did. With that said and done, for the final episode of week four, I spoke to my good friend and one of the most creative women I know, Natalia Tolkowska, founder of the London-based creative design agency focused on visual storytelling for some of the world's largest brands, that is Natalka Design, as well as Doodle do the interactive experiences that take place all over the world for anyone that thinks they can't draw. To set the scene for this episode, with a client list that includes the likes of LinkedIn, Twitter, Sony, Samsung, YouTube, Google, Microsoft and Disney, I could go on. <laughs> Prior to the coronavirus outbreak, Nat and her team would travel to conferences and events all over the world, turn key messages from presentations and speeches into visual drawings and, as the Natalka Design slogan says, draw people's attention for you. Given that events have come to a standstill though, this is how the past few weeks have played out for Nat and how she's adapted both business models to ensure that her companies stay relevant in the coming months. As always, I really hope you enjoy it. Anyway, are you ready? Yeah. Oh my God. Did we just do that? That's hilarious. Love it. Nah. I feel like... Tell me when we start so we know normal. We're starting right now. We're on it. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's hilarious. I love how you've literally gone with serious. Your face just changed. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I know we've just had a quick catch up. So I feel like I know the answer to this already. But for anyone listening that, what impact has the coronavirus had on your two businesses? And how has that played out over the past few weeks? Yeah, very good question. And I'll be in the boat definitely of people who've been affected. Unfortunately, it came out of nowhere. And basically, we work a lot in events and we all know what happened to events and anyone in that industry. I mean, I feel for everyone because we've been always joining off-sites, meetings, strategy sessions, uh, conferences, you name it, right? And suddenly that all got cancelled or postponed indefinitely, uh, which means, well, really postponed. <laughs> and yeah, and that suddenly hit us. So that was always the cash cow, the kind of the flow the you know that it's going to come, you know, it's always there. So that was very hard suddenly agree with uh, and I quickly realized that something's going on same with doodly do sessions so you can't do them anymore in person and yeah and then we went through this kind of strange period of first week or two I felt like my clients and everyone else basically panicking sorting out the kids how do I work with kids from home how do I work from home how do I set up my kitchen to be my office? Like things like that, right? So I feel this like people went jump in. Your, your, your clients are big corporate companies, aren't they? Usually, yes. Big consultancies, big companies, usually on senior level kind of people. So definitely they would have kids. Definitely most of them work from offices or if home, then not always and stuff like that. So everything's got quiet and they just needed to sort themselves. So I was a bit worried that, oh, is that the new normal now what am I doing what's going to happen and you don't want to as well push people you know random offers and things like that or just talk without any care what's going on in the world so it's very hard to find yourself in that space where for me myself my company's been always digital we've always worked virtually my team is virtual my main animators in Venezuela so I never had to worry about closing an office sorting myself having kids as well you know it's such a burden in terms of how to deal with that. So my hats off for anyone who has kids. But then I've noticed that it slowly started getting into more replies, a bit more getting used to the new normal, a bit more, okay, I can have that conversation now. And just kind of slowly, slowly, I feel like we're getting into a place where there's light in the tunnel. But I mean, the budgets have been frozen, people are going furloughed and everything. So of course, you have to like, figure it out. But again, thankfully, now most of like if not all our work is virtual so virtual events covering zoom calls digital imagery for your briefs reports social media you name it right so in a way i've been very lucky that all my work can be virtual it's just something that my clients had to get used to so it was a lot of calls and zoom calls on how to do it even i mean just for anyone listening i'm looking at your background this is that no one's done this before so this is really funky I've never seen it. So you are basically, I'm talking to you on the video, but you are, your background, you've got my dining room wall as my background, but you have a demonstration of your work, which I've never seen before. So you've got all the doodles behind you, which are amazing. So that you're basically promoting yourself every time you have one of these meetings. I feel like I need my She Can, she Did logo behind me now. Yeah, and I mean, it's of course, it's a little setting if you go to your video background. First, I started with there's like palm trees and things like that for fun. People started doing it. I'm like, how are you in Iceland right now? And then I just quickly noticed that more and more people do it. I mean, it's a little, as I said, guerrilla marketing kind of thing. I don't do it with all the clients in terms of at the beginning, I was a bit like if it's a new person or something, maybe it's a bit too much. But then I quickly noticed that weirdly people remember me. Oh, that's the girl with the doodles and stuff, or that's the visual person. So why not? I'm just keeping it and people find it hilarious. And yeah, sometimes I mean, my head. So cool. 
I want one. <laughs> I am um, okay. So just to, to to clarify, then you basically what you were doing beforehand was if there was a big giant conference like the ones I used to produce, someone like you would come in, and every time there was a keynote speech or a panel or whatever it was with hundreds of or thousands of people in the audience, you'd be there at the front scribing away. So that at the end of the conference, everyone had a takeaway in images, right? Correct. In terms of moving that over to all the digital events now, because my LinkedIn, I feel like if I scroll through LinkedIn, every man and his dog is putting on a digital event now. How proactive were you in terms of pitching uh, Natalka Design to cover those? Or did they basically reach out to you and say, is this something you'd be interested in? I would say it was a bit of a mixture of both. So the clients that know me for years, they're like, yeah, of course you're doing it on computers. Can we do this? Can, how would it work though? The questions were very much, how can we work it? So suddenly I became like Zoom consultant, you know, for a few <laughs> weeks. It was just fine because you just tell them, oh, you can screen share or you can see it in real time. I can send it straight after, blah, blah, blah. Engage your engage your audience and all that. So people loved it because the whole comment is that, you know, we are all sitting on Zooms all day. We're all remotely working. We're all a bit tired i think well sitting off all day literally in front of computer if you don't make yourself have breaks Mm. and people say that you know who's going to come back and re-watch your one hour webinar who's going to remember as a full team that you're going to send it to everyone who's going to actually watch it because there's so much data overload right now and so many calls as you said and so many meetings online my goodness if i were to click on every it would be my whole day um, so they really see the value and like you can actually capture this on one page and I can send it off and share it with my audience and everything. Cool, I'm in it. So it was a mixture of people knowing about it and a lot of people really didn't know that you can plug yourself in, listen and create this visual visual kind of representation. So as I said, a lot of, let's say, proactivity from us saying, guys, literally taking photos of a laptop and an iPad and saying we can do this in such a simple setup, zero expenses paid as well, which is always a good thing. So clients started seeing that, you know, almost like we, we many times we could have done it, but we never did it. So it's not easy for all of them. If it's a huge event, I mean, these productions will, I think, start later on in the year. But if it's smaller events and everything, people start getting used to them and uh, plugging it in. And, you know, it's, it's so much easier now even to organize. You just set up an event, we're there, let's make it happen. So, yeah. And obviously, in terms of you said zero expenses, so they don't have to cover your because I know you travel around the world with this, like they don't have to cover your flights and all of that kind of stuff. But are you still in terms of like financially, how has finances been impacted from this? And are you quoting the same for online events? You know, how did you approach it? Yeah, very good question. And I'm, I'm being very, you know, as well, like open about it. So like, I think the conversation, I mean, the thing is, for the last eight years that I've been running my business, I've always been approaching this in terms of we don't have flat fees, we don't have flat day rates, which sometimes might throw people a bit, but at least in my business where everything is really bespoke and depends on what you want to achieve and how long is something and where it's something and what do you want to do, the pricing will be very different. So even now, this even makes it even easier for us to just say, what are you working with? What are you comfortable spending? We will prepare specific options for what you are working with and many clients are happy to say it if they're not happy to say it then of course i'll base it on you know similar project that i've done of course when you do online things now and shorter and everything we're not you know uh, asking for the same amount of money but also on that end if someone asks me oh can you just jump in for an hour webinar like and like you know 20 pounds or something you just just jump in and draw and then that's it that's not really how it works because 
if you want a quality piece of the sort, as you can see, or any other work that you've seen from us, you do need to do your prep. You do need to prep your canvas, even if it's digital. You do need to know what they're talking about. And you do need to do edits and follow-ups and create this post-production that will make sense to them. Otherwise, it's going to be a messy kind of little drawing. So the moment the clients understand it, uh, it's all about making them aware of it. So just always make sure you inform them and be confident about it what goes into this piece of work you need to sell the value and what is the value i'm giving you an amazing piece of information that's going to be easy to digest clear easy to share no one as i said is going to come back to the other webinar as much as you hope they would no one has time or capacity in their head uh, so you're, you're doing something for the business I'm, I'm helping you here with the business to thrive off that content right yeah so just the conversation shifts a bit but you, you know, with the other work as well that we do, the, the strategy pieces and stuff like that in digital, that's that's kind of the same. The problem is, of course, are the clients ready? So I'm not being here flat and I, I'm very open to flexibility, which means being paid in parts, being paid less than we're usually used to. And that's, of course, our part of, you know, making sure that we can still all work together and we're still we're all in it together. Because mm. if I'm going to start and, you know, ask for the same price or something that means that I'm not listening to what the world is going through, right? Okay. So, um, yeah, be very flexible. We were speaking um, before I pressed record about the fact that you looked into whether you can take advantage of some of the government schemes they put in, in place to support business owners. But do you want to share how has that played out for you? Yeah, and I mean, you know, I'm, I think that's brilliant that the government is putting something out there for people. And, and I hope to all anyone that's listening there's something for you and please research and do your uh, you know kind of do spend time on it to make sure that you can maybe get something out of it but for us it didn't work because purely in short we're a limited company for many years now uh, and that's not a great tick to have for all these grants and then certain earnings you need to meet that's also not something that's happening for us so i just made I, without even making a decision since I started my business, I just, I think I'm naturally wired to react to it. Okay, that's the situation. That's cool. I've got a team that I would love to, to be active in work because they're worried and they're not sure what's going to happen. I'm just going to be active and proactive and just like a cat give and see what's going on. I'm going to say hi to as many people as I can in a very delicate way, being very aware of the situation. I'm going to be as proactive as I can, but still, again, you know, being respectful to what's going on and see what's going on and what, see what's going to happen. So the government kind of schemes so far are not for me, but I'm still listening very much and, and looking if there's going to be any more edits to that or additions. So I would say always follow what they say and see if there's anything for you. That's why I've always like loved about you, though, is that fact that um, is it's that glass half full. It's it's kind of just let's roll with the punches. Let's see what happens. Take each day as it comes. Chat to as many people as possible and just yeah. see where it leads. And I think that in times like this, it's such a valuable um, I don't every, each to their own, but it's something that I definitely lean towards as well. Like, I just think there's so much opportunity if you're open to it, I suppose. And if you're open to yeah. just kind of seeing where this thing leads. Yeah. And I'm not saying to be, you know, opportunistic in a way where it doesn't feel right or it's too much or it's not, um, you know, welcomed or anything like that. Again, taking full respect to what's going on and people yeah. are, you know, going through terrible terrible things people are losing jobs are unsafe not healthy and all that stuff but you know I'm, I'm always looking at the whole situation where 
right, what am I doing? Okay, so we do visual communication. We are helping people to communicate stuff, to engage with stuff, to make sense out of stuff, to go through the stream of information and stop at something that will catch their eye and make more meaning. So when you think about it, you know, even from our clients that were saying, I'm going through so many calls right now, I'm going through so much information, so many papers, so much data, it's almost crucial that now even our job weirdly will become more important because I'm helping you to remember all this stuff, retain it and, you know, reshare it. Otherwise, it's just going to get lost in the stream of all these calls and everyone's going to be overwhelmed. So the moment people get used to the fact that we're now in this situation, probably it's going to take a moment that's when I see, and not even in my industry, I'm sure you observe, you know, for me, it's amazing to see, I don't know, my favorite bakery, bless them, they had to shut. But after three weeks, when they probably figured out whatever they can, they starting to give groceries, you know, and you can order eggs and milk and something, they're still being active. And I find it the most amazing, little innovative approaches of making sure that people at least around you are still doing well and but they're shifting they're pivoting they're they're thinking what else can i do right so if there's anything around you around your business that maybe even it's not your usual thing that you're used to but you could tap into this and help here think about it brainstorm it why not right maybe even ask your usual clients what could I help you with now? Literally, just be very open and transparent. You know me, I love my G&T and, um, yeah. G&Ts and so many of the gin companies have switched over to doing hand sanitizer and I'm there for it. I love it. I just think what there we go. that's so cool. There we go, right? And yeah, exactly. Why not, right? Why not? And it's an almost amazing thing to see how, you know, it, it makes us all kind of think in a different way and you see these even big brands kind of doing completely different things just to tap into what is needed right now of course some are doing it purely let's be honest for like beautiful press and stuff like that but nonetheless uh, that they're still doing something good right so uh, if i see zara doing scraps for doctors i'll clap you know what i mean so uh, because no one's going to buy a new jacket now because where am i going to show it right i'm going (laughs) to show it at home don't think so (laughs) i think that's what though that's the perks of if like if if there is a silver lining to everyone taking this financial hit it's at least we're all stuck inside we've got no one to impress we don't need the fancy dress as if yeah. there's nowhere to wear it to. Okay, right now then, Nat, if we're looking ahead, obviously so much of the anxiety for so many people is coming from the fact that we don't have an endpoint. So have you thought about business continuity like how how your next few how you're going to approach the next few weeks and months say this say this we're still stuck in this I'm just playing devil's advocate for like yeah. three months six months a year do you know what I mean I would say again maybe that's not the best business advice because you know since I started people were always saying to me do you have a business plan do you have this do you have that do you know this and well honestly I come not from business background when I started eight years ago I started from pure passion for drawing, helping people, being the loudest one in networking room and just trying to like help with what I can do well. So I've never been properly, how do I say that, you know, until now, if you see some of my sheets or something, I'm just slowly getting around. This time actually gives me so much time to work out my CRM, to work out my new website, to do this, to do that, which is amazing. But with that, I would say my approach was always a bit like kind of almost like a gut feeling and like observing the temperature of the situation. And I respond very naturally to what's going on now. What are people talking about now? Oh, I could do this or something. Let's say I plan for to do in two weeks. Actually, it's non-relevant now. You know what I mean? So I would, I would like to, if I said like, yeah, we've got this fancy plan until December. No, we don't. What? <laughs> kind of pointless. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that way, I mean, of course, if you're a big company, you need to make some plans. But I would say whoever tells you that they've got their plan sorted until the next two years, they're lying because there's no plan. No one knows what's going to happen. It's um, so but yeah, that that's how you know. And I think that's the kind of common consensus I'm getting, and myself included. It's like there yeah. is there's no point worrying and causing that additional like stress by trying to think. Okay, well, in September, I'm going to launch this because clearly we're all going to be out by September and it's like there's no no one knows no one has a definite answer so let's just again yeah roll with your gut because I think yeah. it's it is super super powerful to be fair with you with us it worked really well and you know because we've been I've been observing naturally like the news with my team and everything and we've been popping things like you know our PM's announcement in a visual way or the chancellor's announcement or NHS news we've been popping all these kind of visual little trinkets here and there just to you know of course keep people informed but in a more creative hopefully way and easy to digest again and that seemed to work really well so we're thinking about a few things like do some uh, coloring things for kids for Easter uh, you know, prepare some kind of free printouts here and there uh, and have a bit of humor behind it if we can sometimes. Of course, as I said, the situation is awful. That's a fact. But in this whole state of anxiety, can we at least give a moment, a second of smile? So sometimes we're just thinking about little cool things, how we can make people smile with these visuals and stuff. And that seems to work. And just you need to be quite reactive in this moment. There's no time to plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read a really interesting article the other day on like marketing and tone of voice throughout this period. And it was so, it really resonated. I just thought, God, they're so wise there because it basically said there's absolutely no shame if you're a brand that's, traditionally really colloquial and takes the mick and just kind of has a laugh and it makes your audience if you're known for making your audience smile then there's absolutely nothing wrong with continuing to do that through through this crisis if anything your audience are craving that yeah everyone everyone knows how sensitive this situation is like you said earlier everyone there's people that are you know I never ever want this to downplay the fact that there's you know people really really impacted but if there are people that are trying, going out their way to try and provide some like light relief, then I'm all for that personally. Yeah, I mean, we've done uh, live first first time live Insta doodly do. I felt like a celebrity, you know, and for an hour recently. And I've been doing Zoom doodly do, so these drawing sessions for teams. And always the comment after is like, what a different hour of my day. What a relief for me. What a you know, taking my mind off. We really felt like we were together. We you really brought us together in a fun way. So if that can help one person to lower that anxiety for 1%, I'm doing something right here with my skills again, with what I can do, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. In terms of then, you know, you've your business has gone through such a big shift in the past few weeks. How are you, business aside, making sure that you're still looking after yourself throughout all of this? I mean, fee, I'm jogging now, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> all the, all the gyms and everything are closed. I've always been a bit of a, if there's any friends, fans out there, which we are Phoebe in terms of running, but I feel like it's time to break those habits of not believing in, your, in yourself. And I've been made to use park near me or streets near me or something for my one a day. So I've been jogging a bit. I'm very proud of myself, although it feels like the heart's gonna come out of my chest. I've been doing amazing, like there's so many free Instagram or YouTube 
you know, classes. Mm. So I've been doing some like bar classes and trying to look lean. We've been cooking every day. So I've been cooking like three times a day in terms of, you know, making sure we eat good food and fresh. And, you know, yes, we work a lot, but we're also trying to be a bit outside and speak about other things that the worrying things, talk to my family and friends, see their faces and just try to, you know, stay as connected in that way as possible. So, yeah. It's so important though and I like I it's always I always feel like it's just such a it's an obvious one but honestly good food exercise being around people that you love and I'm not saying there'll be one any snack because I would lie because everyone's <laughs> gonna have a snack because ain't nobody's watching now yeah. but, you know have your jog have your stretch for yourself a bloody and big have your little life. kind bar you know what I mean yeah so true. But, I mean, this is going out next week, but we're recording this on what a Thursday afternoon. And we said just a minute ago before we press record, I cannot wait to just put my feet up this weekend and do nothing and just eat and have a good glass of wine. And I'm going to be gardening and painting a porch. I mean, what am I? You're becoming love it. Domesticated. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah. good. Um, all right then, now, if you could offer any business owner, male or female, doesn't matter, if they've got a business, what would you what would you say to them right now? And then after that, I'm going to throw you another one. Um, any aspiring business owner listening to this, what would your advice be? So advice in the situation, just general. For business owners and aspiring business owners. All right. Okay. Right. Well, I would say, I mean, depending where you are with your, you know, your state of being, because we just talked about how everyone's going through anxiety and then okay, and then stress and then okay, and then it feels weird. I would say, you know, just follow the feeling that you have. Try to talk to as many people as you can. I would say don't just go in a corner and get scared because we are all in this together, whether you're a huge corporate or you're a small business or you're thinking of starting a business. And don't forget that there's always audience out there, especially now everyone's sitting more online. So your content that you'll be putting out will be seen around 25 to 30% more than usual because people are no longer running around in a train and all that stuff and, and in meetings. So people are more connected to you and don't be afraid of whatever you are trying to do or whatever you're doing to still continue the conversation. Be sensitive about the whole situation, but also what we, I think every one of us is seeing and I I'm the first one to sign my name out under that. Be yourself. Like, please be yourself in terms of if it's not going well, name it. You know, if you're trying to do something else that you haven't tried for and you're hoping everyone's on board, say it. You know, we've just done a little video to clients. How are you? I hope you're well. Can we help you at all? And not even in a work way. Can we just help you sort something out or figure something out? And we've done so many free calls with clients in terms of consulting them on how to approach certain things so just just continue don't stop but also don't go crazy and please stop at some point sitting in front of laptop because that's not healthy for any of us yeah but I would never say just like get scared get in a corner and observe be proactive it always helps there's always someone who's going to talk to you love that I feel like you need a standing ovation after that please add it after (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right now once we're out the other side um events are allowed to take place again we're allowed to go and go for coffees you and me can go for dinner what are you going to do to reward yourself that you've got through this because it is it's so it's a chapter for everyone so i don't think any of us should downplay it it's such a massive moment in history isn't it so 
It is. And like every few days I have a moment I want to cry a bit. So like, I'm not even trying to hide the fact that like, it's not all like roses and, and everything here. It's just, I naturally in crisis respond with like, what can be done, you know? And, and so, so that's just me, but I mean, reward, like number one thing, I just hope that my number one thing, when this all passes, I can, you know, call it cheesy, but like see my family, you know, that that's something that suddenly becomes a bit of a luxury. So uh, you know, when will I be able to fly and see them? When will I be able to safely hug my mom? Because she's older and is that okay? What's going to happen? Because that's the thing we need to be a bit aware of, that this thing is not going to just fly away in a month. You know, it's going to kind of stay here. So that's my only rewards I'm kind of thinking about, you know, making sure that I can see them, they're healthy, my friends, my family. And I think that's that just shows you, I mean, at the end of the day, it's nice to buy your old latte. It's nice to get new shoes. It's nice to go to events, see art, travel. But like, you know, when all that is gone, like we suddenly are all kind of just thinking about the people in our lives that we want to talk to and maybe cry to and hug and stuff. So, I mean, to me, it just makes everything so freaking clear that, you know, I just want to see the humans that I love because that's what makes my brain continue to do the work, you know? Mm. Otherwise, it's going to be quite unhappy and I don't need the new shoes. I have enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. For the record, uh, your mum lives in Poland, right? Yes, so that's not easy and they're locked out. So I hope it will be easy at some point. No, me too, for your sake and for everyone's. I honestly couldn't like have appreciated chatting to you this afternoon more. I feel like super, super inspiring. Thank you. Thank you so much. And stay well, everyone. Stay safe, stay home. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of the She Can, She Did podcast. It really, really does mean a lot. If you happen to enjoy it, it would mean so much to me if you could please rate and review the series because rumour has it, it helps to boost the podcast in the charts, which allows more female founders and aspiring business owners to find it. For now, though, I really, really hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening once again. And please do look out for tomorrow's episode.